Hello, I'm Nicole Clark, speech language pathologist and vice president of compliance education for Health for Heritage. You're listening to the Compliance Connection podcast, your connection to information and strategies that will help you, the clinician, keep up with industry guidelines and requirements. The word compliance often comes with some level of anxiety. We're here to ease that anxiety by providing you with information about all aspects of your clinical practice that will help you provide the best possible service to your patients. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. Thanks for joining the next part of our podcast series for home and community-based services. Last podcast, Patrick walked us through setting up our patients for a successful care plan. But now let's dig into how we can set ourselves up for success as well. My name is Andrew Kinney. I am a physical therapist and director of operations in Arizona for Health Pro Heritage. Um, in this podcast, we're, we're going to be talking about setting ourselves up for success. For me, that means being efficient with our time and keeping our focus on the patient, as well as maintaining a proper work-life balance. There are four main points I want to touch on in this podcast. The first is knowing your schedule. The second is making sense of your route. The third is calling ahead and checking the agency EMR system and reading through the patient's chart. And lastly, knowing your authorization. For me, knowing your schedule means looking ahead and having a contingency plan. We should plan our day in a way that we minimize outside distractions, such as traffic, scheduling conflicts, and other things that pop up throughout the day so that we can effortlessly go patient to patient and focus on them. I usually take time at the end of my week on a Friday afternoon to look ahead at the following week. This allows me to see general trends of what days I'm already full on with patients, what general areas I'll be in on days, and also it allows me to have a plan B of things I can do in case a cancellation occurs or someone has to change their appointment due to a conflicting schedule. If I know on Monday I'm going to be in a certain part of my area um, and I call patients and someone falls through, frazzled, I'm not thinking of, oh my gosh, what am I going to do to fill in this part of my schedule? I know, okay, on Wednesday, I'm going to be back in this area. Are there any evals that I can pull forward to Monday to keep myself full so that we can still be productive and still be efficient with our time so that at the end of the week, we're not having to try and fill in all these patients that needed to reschedule. What I like to do is the day before a visit, I'll open up each patient's page in a tab, open up their addresses and kind of plan out okay, I have these five patients, where do they all live? What makes sense for me so that I'm not driving from one end of my area all the way across to another, all the way back to where I started, but how can I plan them out in a way that makes sense? Makes sense so that I can be efficient with my time so that I can focus on my patients and focus on my care for them. So what I'll do is I will typically write out each patient in an order that I want to see them. So I'll have patient A and then, okay, next on my route, it makes sense to put patient B and then patient C, patient D, patient E. And with these, I will look and see, okay, this one's a start of care, so I know I'm going to need some extra time. This one's an eval, this one's a discharge. 
And I'll put next to those patients what general time I would like to see them at. What I'll do next is I will call that patient and let them know, hey, I'm going to be there around this time that I've already planned ahead for. And if they accept, great. If not, because say they have a doctor's appointment or say they have another scheduling conflict, I already have in my head where I can shuffle them around. And this comes because I prepared myself in a way to know how I can remain efficient even if my plan A doesn't work out. When I'm done scheduling these patients, I know, okay, here's how my day's gonna go and here's how I can make it efficient so that I can focus on that patient care. After I'm done scheduling, what I will do is I will take a brief look at each patient's chart so that I know what my day is going to look like. So for this, for an eval or a start of care, I'll look over their hospital notes, their doctor notes, to see what they're being admitted for, to know, okay, for this patient, I'm, it's going to be an orthopedic surgery this is kind of what I can plan for, or they just had, this patient just went through a stroke, so I know how my evaluation will go and how I can flow through that. Um, I can also look and see, okay, are there multiple disciplines in there? That way I know, <clears throat> okay, if there's lots of disciplines, I don't wanna inundate this person with visits every week by going two or three times a week, but if nursing and OT and PT are all in, maybe let's do one time a week so that we can minimize the risk of having a cancellation because this patient is so busy. For a reassessment or a discharge, I'll look over my assistance notes. I'll look over and see, okay, how is this patient progressing? How is this patient doing in regards to achieving their goals so that when I go to this patient, I already have it planned out ahead of time what those next steps are. Kind of like how Patrick talked about in the previous podcast. We always want to have at the forefront of our mind, what's this next step for the patient? So I look over and see, okay, this patient is progressing well towards their goals. So when I do my reassessment, I can say, are they ready for discharge? Do they need an extension of their care? If I'm going in for discharge, I already know, okay, maybe this person is needs to have a reassessment and more visits added because they're not progressing towards their goals like I thought they would. Doing this preparation allows me to know how I can best care for my patients so that I'm not scrambling through my day looking at a chart right before I'm about to see the patient, but I've already planned for that. For me, one word that comes to mind when I think of setting ourselves up for success as clinicians is communication. Communication between our schedulers, communication with our assistants and fellow clinicians, and lastly, communications with our agencies that we work with. With our schedulers, we can be in constant communication with them so that if something does arise, such as a patient cancellation, we can let them know and they can look ahead and let us know if there's any patients in that general area that we can pull forward for the week. They can also reach out to that patient if we're unable to get a hold of them. With our assistants, we can be in constant communication with them, asking them their availability, asking them to give us patient updates. 
Um, I like to reach out to my assistants and ask what their availability is for the week so that I can plan out ahead of time to know if a patient is appropriate for more than one visit that week, to know that the assistant can see them, to know that they're available to help them along their plan of care. Lastly, communication with the agency. I've had experiences where a space opens up and an eval that we had to push out further than we would like is able to be seen earlier. And so I can reach out to the agency and let them know that the evaluation is going to be done in a more timely manner. So instead of the patient having to wait for that care, I'm able to see them in a time that's quicker for them. For me, the therapists and clinicians that set themselves up for the best success are the ones that communicate. Like I said, communication is key to allow for us to be successful in the field, to allow us to schedule successfully, to allow us to make sense of the routes we're going to go on, and to provide that quality care that our patients deserve. I thank you for listening, and I would have you stay tuned for our next podcast in this series where Jenny will tie up everything and provide us with the key points to remember how we can be successful clinicians and provide the quality of care that our patients deserve.